are underway at the corner of Carnegie and Ontario. Hey everybody, welcome back to Mad Dog Pod. I'm Nate. I'm Gabe. And I'm Andrew. I hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode about the top 15 point guards in the league. Today we're going to be breaking down Bleacher Report's list of the top 15 shooting guards in the NBA. So let's just dive right into it. The We'll do it the same way as last time, so we'll go 15 through 11 to start. Starting at 15 and straight to 11, they have... Danny Green of the Lakers, then Tim Hardaway Jr., followed by Evan Fournier, who's on the Magic, if any of you don't know that, then Buddy Heald, and rounding it off at 11 is Marcus Smart, sixth man of the Celtics. So right off the bat, I am trying to find an issue with this. Based off those five, I don't think they put Colin Sexton in the top 10, so I guess my issue would be a player like Evan Fournier or Danny Green or, I, or even Tim Hardaway over Danny Colin Sexton. Green in this list just doesn't make sense to me. I don't think he's a top 15 shooting guard whatsoever. He doesn't shoot three. like He's, he's mainly a three-point shooter, right? He shoots 38% from three. That's not bad. It's not great, though. It's not like what we expect from a... Sharp, like a sharp shooting three and D guy, which is what Danny Green's supposed to be, right? I just don't understand how. Colin, I'm I'm sure Shy Gilgis Alexander is going to be on this list, yeah, right. And I know defensively they're not really set, like Shy Gilgis. I it's just a better player, but they are somewhat similar in terms of offensive games. So I just don't understand how Colin Sexton isn't on this list. Like I get the team doesn't win a lot, but the dude plays out of his mind, especially at the end of the season. He was scoring so much. He was really carrying us on offense. So, uh, also, if, if they rank Joe Harris as a shooting guard, you should go above Danny Green. He's a better player. But besides <laughs> that, I, yeah. I have a problem with Danny Green being on the list. Evan Fournier is a solid player. I think Danny Green's definitely helped because he's playing, uh, like, decent role on a Lakers team and, and he's playing that role well. Yeah, and like 38% from three. Yeah. That's good. That's a good three-point shooting percentage. Yeah, that's fine. And he's good. He's a good defender. But what happens if other guys who are similar similar roles are doing better than that? Well, they're, 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 they're not, they're they're not winning as much. Should they be, they're should on, they they're be in, on should, should they be on the that list above Danny Green? Uh two players that I think probably should have been above Danny Green. Well, maybe. Definitely one of them, Colin Sexton. You know, I mean, I'm a huge fan of Colin Sexton and probably some Cleveland bias there, but he is an underrated player. And this is also Dan Favell we're talking about of Bleach Report. And Dan Favell. Like, I mean, that guy, he, he drives all, me crazy. All you have to do is say his name, and everyone, yeah. knows, who you're, everyone like, knows the type of guy well, you're talking about. And then the second guy, I mean, possibly could have been on here was Devontae Graham. Uh, I mean, he's had some he's had some inefficiencies, yeah. but well, he, he's also on the you know the Hornets. But he is in the running, I'd say, for most improved player of the year. He definitely took a step bam. up from what he was. 
Like, well, he's in the running. Also, I consider Duncan but, Robinson yeah. a shooting guard. Yeah. So yeah. I would say Duncan Robinson should go ahead of those guys. Yeah. And also, even if they're putting, like, I guess they're considering Duncan and Jimmy as small forwards, like, Tyler Hero, low key, could be on here above uh, Danny Green. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it's, it's possible. But from the five that we've got. What about um, Karis Levert? Uh, possibly. I mean, he plays the three sometimes. Yeah, it though. depends on where but, they. Yeah, they might. Have, they him. might have positioned him as a. But I mean, Malik. I would. I would easily put Collins. Malik Beasley. I would put. Well, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'd sure. easily put Colin Sexton on there before I put any of those guys. Yeah. Nah, Malik, and I would no, put. Malik, I would put Colin Sexton Malik. above Danny Green and Evan Fournier as better, well. But he's not. He's not doing as good as. I put him was. above uh, Evan Fournier as well. Yeah. Like, same. If I was making this list, based off Evan, I would. I would have Buddy Heald at the top of the five that we named so far. He's at 12 instead of Gosh. 11. They have Marcus Smart above him. Breach. Who, like... I mean, never 40, 18 points, 47% shooting. I mean, like, he's the only non-big man on his roster who can really do anything. Like... DJ Augustine. Markel Fultz. Like, he's the only guy besides... Like, like Jonathan Isaac is their small forward. That dude's large. Like, yeah, he is a I, lanky guy. So... Well, Evan Fournier, Fournier is didn't even have a good year. Guy. Like he had a good year and, and two like, years ago, and then he just kind of took a step. Back. Even if you're, yeah. even if you're talking about, yes, even if you're well, talking no, about, he just wasn't as good. Even if you're what? saying like Fournier is scoring 18 points per game, he scored 15 points. Collins, last Collins year. scoring 23. He scored 18 this year. What he's, he's this is a career high for him. Like in points, but like even if in he's points. scoring like a career high, which is 18, Collins still scoring 22, 23 points yeah. per game. So I would have Buddy Hield at 11. Then Colin Sexton, then Marcus Smart, and then. Well, I think Buddy Heal. I think uh, Sexton okay. replaces Green, and then if you want. Yeah, and that, but then I would move Sexton up too. I'd move him lower on the list. So here's the thing about Buddy Heal. All right, he's my favorite player in the NBA. So I'll try to keep my bias a little bit low here. So, as a player, I think it's a little disrespectful where he is right now uh, on this list. Uh, you know, I don't really like the list in I general, but but. I mean, yeah, De'Aaron Fox getting injured like early on in the season really kind of put him into, into a position where he had to be like a James Harden and just had the ball in his hand the whole game. And that really shot his uh, efficiencies from three-point range. He still won the three-point competition, but Luke Walton was just not like helping this dude him. out he, at all. He and he benched him just because he was, you know, kind of shot hacking. But like, I mean, he still had a pretty solid year, I'd say. Uh, even with injuries on the team and Luke Walton not helping this dude out at all. But, I mean, I can't really, you know, it's it's Bleach Report. It's whatever. It's, you yeah. know? And, and it's, it's, like, it's like a one-spot difference. Yeah, I, think, like, yeah, yeah. I think the biggest issue that I've seen so far, like, I'm not going to get hurt about the ordering 15 to 11. Yeah. No one's yeah. looking at this list for that. Only issue I've really had so far is the lack of Colin Sexton. I think he gets so much disrespect, or not not disrespect. Like no one's going after just him underrated. in the NBA. Just he's so underrated in the NBA. And I said this it's just because the Cavs aren't winning. Yeah, too. I've I've said no. this I've said this recently. Like he should be getting the hype that Devin Booker was getting. Devin Booker's second year, he should be getting more hype than Devin Booker. He's putting up better numbers, shooting better percentage on a team that has more scorers. So he should be shooting like he should be making less shots and taking less shots. I think Colin Sexton 
has the potential. Well, he kind of is exploding, but I'm expecting big things from him. He's already putting up better numbers than everyone on the list so far. So I would have loved you know, to the see the one him. guy. Marcus Smart. I mean, he's just defensive stalwart, and yeah. he's just. I under, Marcus Smart. I think would be at the top of the pack there. I agree with that. Yeah, but can't hate too much. They probably yeah. they probably didn't really care when they were yeah. I mean, organizing they, they these probably sports. Were just, Dan Dan Faveo was just like, oh, Danny Green plays for the Lakers. Throw him in there. All I'm right. winning a lot. Let's throw him on there. You so know? he's a vibe. <laughs> now we'll move on to ten through eight, and. Right off the rip, this kind of happened on the point guard list where I would see the next player I was going to name and be kind of pissed. The 10th best shooting guard, according to Bleacher Report, in the league is Zach Levine. This is just disrespectful. I'll name the next two, but that one is horrendously it's- disrespectful. Number nine, this pisses should piss Zach Levine off, is CJ McCollum. Love him. Cleveland born and bred. Ooh. Canton, but well, yeah, yeah, we, we get it. Cleveland area, yeah. Northeast Ohio. That's it's all Cleveland, <laughs> just like Cleveland is all of Ohio. But like, no, we don't the, accept Cincinnati. Well, no, Cincinnati, 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 Cincinnati is Kentucky. Cincinnati is Kentucky. But love CJ McCollum should not be in the same conversation as uh, Zach Levine at this point, like this season at least. In the past, yes. This season, hell no. And then eighth is Donovan Mitchell, which if you're having Donovan Mitchell and Zach Levine at 10 and 8, makes me wonder who's above them. We're going to assume that Shai Goldis Alexander is still on the list. So the fact that he's above these guys is ridiculous. We'll get to that when we see him on the list. But just off of these three players, I think we're all in agreement that at least Donovan Mitchell and Zach Levine should be higher on the list. And I, I mean, I just Zach Levine averages more points and he shoots basically the same percentages as CJ CJ McCollum. Yeah. So here's I, the thing. Like so, Zach Levine, here comes the no, 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 like, no, no, like, no, no, like no, what's no, the no, 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 what's no, the statistical no, no. Okay. difference no. between a Zach Levine and a Devin Booker? And also Zach Levine's got more. He has to deal with uh, what's the he's the, on the what's Bulls. What's the Bulls? Coach Devin Booker's again? on Is the Suns. Yes, it's Jim Boylan. Yeah, he has to. <laughs> have to deal with Gru from uh, in Despicable Me as the fucking head coach. Okay, well. All right. Uh, so, C.J. McCollum. Um, I actually think he should be higher on this list than nine. Uh, I think he should also be ahead of Zach Levine. No. 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 And here's the reason why. Okay. <laughs> when you look at him statistically, I know the numbers don't jump out, but... You also have to think he has Damian Lillard on his team, who's averaging 30 points per game, taking so many shots. And when you watch, so, when Damian Lillard was injured, CJ McCollum was the so one he's, filling in, putting up 30 points per game. He's in a Clay, Th- a he's great, in a Clay Thompson role, yes. but he's not good defensively, and he's not as good at, at offense. He's a shit Clay Thompson. Is he? No, he is great at offense. He's, he's a, a great he's, offensive. Player. He's a one way. He's a clutch player as well. Okay. Like, He's a no. Dame Dame is all the clutch they need in that team. Okay, CJ McCollum. Yes, it, when you watch him in the Denver Nuggets series, when you know Damian Lillard wasn't you know coming in in that uh, in the last couple minutes there, he was missing some shots, and they were Dude, focusing CJ, on defense. CJ, on is him. A, CJ made the mid range plays that got them the W. CJ like, is a one way shittier version of Clay Thompson. No. He can't play defense, no. and he's he not is, as he's good a, at his offense. He's a much better shot creator than Clay Thompson. Yeah, he's okay, much but like, off the dribble. Uh, yeah, off the dribble. That's because, I mean, honestly, 
That's just because we don't see Clay Thompson. I, I just, no, Clay Thompson doesn't have the ability you know to what? create I his own shot. Line, the control. first thing they say about CJ I mean, McCollum, McCollum leaves a lot to be desired when viewing his game through the lens of conventional stardom. No, when viewing the the game through the lens of just an actual basketball fan, he leaves a lot to be desired. And someone who's making thirty three million like, a year. Just, it's so pretentious from these guys. Yeah. Like, I, just, I mean, I like Zach Levine, but. I still don't like. He's had a really good year, but he's on the Bulls. Uh, I mean, yeah, I he guess, has I guess, had okay. so much opportunity to put up great, you know, and he's shown like really good moments of stardom. I mean, again, he's got Jim like, Boylan as his head coach. Like he's in a the guy is not okay. good. At he's his in job. a horrible position, and like like even no, if even he's if in you a say, great position to put up great okay, statistics. Yeah, yeah. But like even like, if you say that, like, oh, he's on the Bulls, like. He's putting up the same numbers as someone like Devin Booker, who's that is, also okay. on a bad team. That is that is the main concern you can have, Zach. How much of his stats are actually correlated to winning? We don't know yet. Yeah, we probably like, won't know for a little bit. But like, we don't know that stuff but, about... Yeah, so, I'd go with the safe option and put okay, him below so, C.J. McCollum. Do you think C.J. McCollum should I also, be no, I, above I think, Devin Booker? I think they should all be higher. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I think no, all of us no, agree that I, all three of them Devin should. Booker like, should I don't think C.J. should be. I think no, CJ's, CJ's good enough. CJ should top definitely 10. be higher. Yeah, but no, he's CJ bottom of top CJ should definitely be higher. Dude, yeah. we're at, we're going to disagree about CJ, but Cannon, do you think that CJ McCollum is better than Devin Booker? No. So what's the difference between Devin Booker and Zach Levine? Uh, Devin Booker has shown that he's he that he is Suns. that player for multiple years, okay? And he's also I don't think his stats has, he also has a better roster than the Bulls right now, hundred percent. Kelly Oubre, the, okay, DeAndre the, Aiden. I mean, like Sarge. I mean, is better the, than whatever no. the yeah. Lori Markinen. Lori Markinen has been terrible. He's but, not okay, I mean, he's worse not, than Sarge. Okay, yeah, guess but, like, what? Markinen His coach has been terrible. Is Jim Boylan? Okay, right, don't disrespect my man Jim Boylan like that. But <laughs> I don't think there's as big of a difference as people think between a player like Zach Levine and Devin Booker. All right, but well. Regardless, we'll move on. Andrew thinks that all three of these players should be hired. Gabe and I comment, think... Comment on our Twitter. Well, let's talk about Donovan Mitchell that. for a second. Donovan Mitchell okay. should 100% be hired. Yeah, he's top five, even, in my opinion. Even for this you, year. You, like, don't, you don't like Donovan Mitchell. Like keep in mind, like Donovan keep Mitchell. in mind also, Clay what Thompson... What do you mean I don't like Donovan Mitchell? Clay Thompson, like Donovan Mitchell. Clay Thompson isn't what? in consideration for this list either. So that, yeah, take, he, that takes he, out one of the top five yeah, spots. If, if he yeah. was not injured, he'd be... Yeah, so like that means that Donovan Mitchell should be... like. I think with Clay Thompson out of the picture, Donovan Mitchell is definitely top five. Yes. But we'll find out who we think Donovan Mitchell and, in my opinion, Zach remember, Levine should be higher. Remember, it's for this year. It's for this year yeah, yeah. also. Which is also why Zach Levine should be higher. But we'll move on to seven and six, who are, like we've guessed, would be on the list. At seven, Shea Gilders Alexander. And uh, at six, Jalen Brown. I am. Okay. Jalen Brown does not put up the stats. Of, I mean, I think Donovan Mitchell should be above Jalen Brown. Yes, I think I think Zach Levine should be above. I think Buddy Heald should be. I think Zach Levine should be above Jalen Brown. I don't know about Buddy, but I don't. Okay, yeah, maybe okay. not this year, but as I think a player, I think it yeah. should be. I think Shea should be like tenth. Yeah. Then, I mean, then Jalen Brown or CJ McCollum, then Zach Levine, then Donovan Mitchell, but, and then top five. I mean, this is just a case of, once again, Bleacher Report just taking defense as, like, 
you know, everything in the NBA. Like, Even though defense is barely played, but, yeah, but whatever. I mean, but no, also, okay, both but, these players are really good defenders. I'll give them that. But Jalen Brown is the third scoring option on his team. He's still yes. putting up 20 points per game, which is a career high. All right, yes. but to, to, say, no that to well say that they're better than number one options in Donovan Mitchell, Zach Levine, and well, uh, Donovan I mean, Mitchell, and Donovan Mitchell's two, on a team where the only other star on his team is a defensive star and solely plays in the paint. So, like, obviously, it's easier so to be it's easier to be the number one scorer on the Jazz than it is to be the number one scorer on the Celtics. Okay. And yes, Jalen Brown still, as a third option, is putting up 20 points per game, which is extremely rare in the NBA. And he's shooting good percentages. He's shooting, like, 38, 39%. But again, he doesn't again, have the star power, This though, year, this, Donovan like, Mitchell age has. of the NBA is the offensive age. So it's not weird to see a guy averaging 20 he's, points as the third option. And he's also, yeah. But he's, he's also, also the, shooting a as shooting the third option. Yeah. Too. But you, okay. have to look at, you have to look at opposing defenses not, you know, looking to hit, guard him as much as Tatum and Kemba Walker. Like, opposing defenses yeah. will leave Jalen Brown and give him the 20 points rather than, yeah, exactly. <laughs> rather than giving so, Tatum, like, a 30 to 40 point okay, game. Okay, that's fair, but I, I would probably have Donovan Mitchell above Jalen Brown. But I think Jalen Brown deserves... I think he should be sixth. He deserves consideration. I think he should be sixth. I would have him above Zach Levine. I don't know. I just... Again, I, I get why like why people struggle to put Zach Levine up. Because you don't know if his stats actually correlate to winning. Because yeah. he's never really been on a winning team. where he's So, well, I get... I understand that. But, like, the counter to that is... You look at Zach Levine in some of these games at the end of the games. Dude, he's Zach coming Hornets, up so much game? when he, oh my. Yeah, he hit, like, five threes in a Seven, row. No. The, Andrew, like, then why do you think CJ McCollum is better than him? I, I mean, I said both of them need to be higher. But CJ is better because of when he... I mean, you watch him with when Damian Lillard was injured. He was also putting up, like, 40 points per game. Or, well, I mean, really 30. But, like, filling in as that scoring role and, like... I don't know. I just think on a different team where he's the number one option, I think he could do more than what Zach Levine is doing. Yeah, I think regardless of the little like petty issues each of us have with the list, like one spot, I think the biggest injustice here is how high Shea Gildress Alexander is. Like, and Colin Sexton's not on even yeah. on the list. Like, okay. Danny I, Green's on the list. I am not in the same state of mind as you guys. Where I would compare Colin Sexton to Shai Gildress Alexander. They are comparable. No, they are. They, yes, they are. Colin Sexton. Offensively, Colin Se- they are very they are, Okay, They're very similar offensively. Okay. But offensively, yes. Shai is a better playmaker. No. Def- yeah, I think he definitely is. Are they average like the same amount as? Yeah, that's, I mean, because, that's because he also has Chris Paul on his team. Who's putting up like 8 or 9 but, assists per game this well, year. Well, no, no, he's... Chris Paul is averaging like six assists per game or something like that. It's 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 dropped for him. But like you could say, yeah, there's more playmakers. He's a better rebounder. But obviously. he also has Danilo Gallinari on his team, and we've got Kevin, Kevin Love, Love, who's got and a good shot. Darius Garland. Still though, like like also Delhi Delhi at the end of the season was stealing his assists. Delhi yeah. was going off with the assists. But like defense, like even if they're comparable on offense, Colin Sexton is one of the worst defenders in the league. I don't care if he tries hard. He's yeah, bad defensively. I mean, and Shea Gilchrist Alexander is good defensively. Like he's yeah, probably I mean, top five shooting guard defensively. Well, I'm not know. saying I'm not I'm not gonna say that you know, know Sexton's uh, better than Shea right now. 
But the only part of their like, game that should be considered. I, they are, they are honestly, the only reason I don't like Shy so much is because of all of his Twitter fans. Like, they're <laughs> so annoying. Like, they can't stop posting about this man. Like, dude, he doesn't even average twenty points. Honestly, that's Calm probably down. why Dan Favale put him at number honestly, seven. Because he's a vibe. Because yeah. he's a vibe like Fred Van Vliet was. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Shy should probably be lower than everybody else who was in the top ten. He should probably be around tenth. Right in front of CJ. I don't CJ. think Shy's that great at defense. I think he's better than Colin, but I don't think he's that great. He's pretty good. Yeah, he, he's I think definitely he, he's definitely. Good. I think he's top ten shooting guard in the league. But anyways, we'll move on to the fifth position, which is Devin Booker. Usually on these kinds of lists, in my opinion, Devin Booker gets ridiculously overrated. I think he's a very overrated player in the league. Like, cool, he puts up twenty nine points per game on a team that's lost for five straight years. And I feel bad for him. I, I genuinely don't. I think if he gets on a team with another good player, he will be like... The Timberwolves. He, he, if he gets on the Timberwolves, this dude's putting they, up like... I mean, he's putting up like Pat and him are don't, like don't, best friends. Don't say. So. I think he would score like 17 points yeah, per I'm game. Done. Okay. Yeah, like, what? What? No. No. Cat's numbers aren't dropping. No matter, okay. no matter He'd who... He'd be the first option above D'Lo. He'd he would be the, be the second for scoring. Second. Yes. But he'd be no, scoring D-Lo. is Cat. Cat is no, no, Cat no, no, is no, the no, best no. scoring it's, center. Scoring, he's above D'Lo, but like yeah, playmaking, but like like that 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 like uh, trio would honestly be lethal. You get some really good. I mean, know, Devin Booker averages there, six assists but, per game, which is pretty good for a shooting guard. Yeah, but like you know, that's because he has the ball in his hands ninety nine percent of the time on the court. Like. Uh, he has Ricky Rubio this year, which that makes it more impressive that he's averaging yeah. a decent number of assists. But, like, I just don't think Devin Booker is as good as people say. I think he's – I'm fine with him at fifth. Like, I think he's better than – I the, think he should be fourth, to be honest. Well, we don't know who the next four are. But I think I think he should be above the people he's been put above. But I think he's given, like, way more credit than he deserves. But I, I'm fine with him where he is. Just above, you know, me thinking of the other shooting guards, though, I think he's definitely top. He's definitely oh, top five, <laughs> and he should be four. But All right, so uh, I just read the next name, and now I agree with Andrew that Devin Booker should be fourth. On At fourth on this list, Bleacher Report has Drew Holiday of the Pelicans. I... Dan Favale back at it again, let think... me just say. <laughs> I think that's really ridiculous. Like, he's putting up 19.6 points per game, 45% shooting, which is, like, decent, but, like, not a top-five position player in the league. Like, theoretically, the fourth-best shooting guard in the league should be an all-star, and there are people that are below him on this list who are scoring 10 more points per game than him. So I think it's ridiculous to have Drew Holiday at fourth. I think he should be between seventh and tenth, and I think that's... a Pretty respectable place to put him. For like, me, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, for me, it's he's like nine to ten. I mean, f- to be higher, definitely not fourth. Like the Pelicans could be the one seed, and like I'd still probably put him like not even top four. But the Pelicans aren't even in the playoff conversation. They, they, they were not. Okay, well they're not in the playoffs. Excuse me, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. They're not top eight right now, but. Like, they needed to be winning more games if we really wanted to see Drew Holiday be a top-four shooting guard. I mean, Brandon Ingram was, like, really balling out, and then Zion came along, and they started winning a lot more. Like, 
I don't know. I just there's <laughs> to put him above players like Devin Booker and uh, Shea Gillis Alexander. Even uh, I just don't you, see. You I like it, it's once again Bleacher Report taking you know guard defensive not, play not, into. It's know, not just his as like his as, defense plays a good part of it, but it's not just his deep like. Okay, so yeah, he's a good playmaker. His, his shooting, his shooting's not his, his great, field goal percentage like, is the worst it's been in three years. His rebounds and assists both dropped from last year, and points dropped by two points per game. So, like, obviously, he so, got he got better players. I mean, having, yes. having Lonzo kind of takes away from the measuring two way primary but, like, usage, which is like both offense and defense. Where are you the primary player on the offense and defensive end? Only Ben Simmons ranks higher than him in terms of being the number one option on the offense and number one option on the defense. I mean, I wouldn't even agree with that. For like, just him. look at the six. No. The most time, the six okay. I feel like that doesn't make sense. The six players he's, he spent most offensively, time he's like the fourth option. Yeah, no. <laughs> no Brandon, I get, I get the reasoning behind option. it. He's been the he runs the offense a lot of the times. He's he's the number one pick and pick and roll guy in their offense. Runs them to not winning games, and then Brandon Ingram has to step in and win them the actual okay. game because Drew Holiday. The, let's be honest, he's Drew not Holiday a is player. the only like, defender on that team. That's not true. Derek Favors has really stepped up as a okay. defender. You want to know the six players? Like, and Zion. Okay. As an undersized center, and he's all you got to do is defense. read the article they put. I agree. I I don't think he should be four, but he should definitely be in the top ten to seven. He should be above Shy Gilders Alexander. Yeah, I agree with that. I think he's between ten and seven. Okay, the six players he spent the most time guarding this year: Luka Doncic, LeBron James, C.J. McCollum, Shy Gilders. Shy Gilgis-Alexander, Damian Lillard, and Devin Booker. Also, wait, to go back on the defensive thing, Lonzo is a good perimeter defender now. Yes. He's been, he has not been good this year. He is not. The, the Pelicans are one of the worst defensive teams. Okay, but that's LA. that's because of everyone else. Lonzo has grown into a good perimeter they defender. A, they, their only defender on, uh, on their bench is Jackson Hayes. Yeah. That's it. And he's not much of a defender. Like it's I mean, because you no, know, he is, but well, it's because of the small uh, forward, power forward position, and then their bench that they're bad defensively. Their guards, starting guards, are good at defense, which mainly is because of Drew Holiday. But Lonzo, if you, any analyst would agree with me, in that Lonzo is a good defender now. But either way, whether we think, I think he's a good. I just don't think he's been a great, like as good as he's been in past years. Lonzo? Yeah, I think he's been worse this year on defense. No, yes. literally every analyst that I have heard speak about Lonzo yeah, defensively no, pretty, has said yeah, that sure he was Lonzo's bad in the past, that he was bad in the past, and now he's good. I'm pretty sure Lonzo's defense has been and, better this year. And yeah, when you ca- sure count in his basketball IQ, like he's one of the smartest players in the league, which definitely helps him defensively. But either way, we all think whether he should be above uh, Shai Gilders Alexander or not, he should be 7-10, to 10, Cannon thinks 9-10. to 10. But he's severely overrated in this list. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's overrated, but definitely a, a lot of the time he is underappreciated. Like a lot of people wouldn't mention him in the top shooting guards. I think so. We'll move on to number three now. I think the next three are undisputedly the three best shooting guards of this year in the NBA. Yeah, I don't think there should be a problem with this from anyone. We'll like, still do them one at a time, but we should fly through it. So number three is Bradley Beal. Obviously, John Wall's been out all year, so Bradley Beal has been their only player of note, and he's just been somewhat, yeah, yeah, he's just been insane. Like he's been putting up such good numbers, and 
It sucks that he's not going to play in the bubble. But, like, yeah, but, like, even yeah. the fact that he got them to the bubble is crazy. Yeah, because, mean, like, they were barely... The conference isn't that. Strong. But, like, they were, like, yeah. barely a playoff team when him and John Wall They would have been down there with the Cavs if this dude just, like, didn't yeah. care and, like, yeah, like just kind of... Even, even with yeah. him and John Wall there, they were, like, in the same spot. Yeah. And he's filled that void so well mm-hmm. and just become such a big player for them that, like... Three is as high as he can go. I don't know. I might put him ahead of Paul George this year. No. Uh, you can't. Not potentially. Paul George has had even, a bad year. Even this year. Like, I mean. Paul George struggled with injuries. Still. But, like, but also, like, Paul George. Early on. But Paul George no. is also, like, a good defensive Paul player. George has actually had an underrated season. Okay. People, especially so, on so Twitter, if, if you were gotten, saying that, like, he kind of fell off from his if, MVP. But he's got Kawhi Leonard playing yeah. small forward right there. Like. Sure, we're not going to expect him to be MVP level that he was last year, but uh, it's he's easily number two. 21 points on 43% shooting from the field. Yeah, so I think offensively, Paul George has definitely fallen off. That could be down to, like, another and new system. A combination system. of injuries and new system. Not being and Kawhi, one too, though, yeah, not being the number one option. but And just having all of the options that the Clippers have. Like, they have, like, five top-level scores on their roster. Like, uh, I I think you can categorize Morris as a top, at maybe. top level, scorer. and they have Just, two off the I mean, bench. Lou Will, yeah, Lou Will, Harold, Harold's not top level. Uh, no. he, top, he's a, he's he's a mid range, like, he's mid range, low post, really. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he's a center. Yeah, but like you, uh, top range at the center position needs to be able to. Well, okay, he's not like a top. top he's scorer, not like top maybe. five, but I would put him like top twelve to ten. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that's where Bleacher Report puts him, but that's for another episode. But anyways, Bradley Beal, I think he's fine at three. Potentially, you could argue for him to be above Paul George, who obviously we already discussed him. He's at two. So do you guys have anything else to add on either Bradley Beal or Paul George? Because I don't. No, uh, no, not really. So then wrapping up this video or episode at number one, should have been known before we started. It's been the same name for the past three, four years. It's James Harden, one of the best offensive players of all time. Dude's yeah, dude's I mean, disgusting. They double team him when he crosses half court, yeah. and he has Russell Westbrook on his roster. Should have won MVP last year, in my opinion. I uh, actually made uh, a presentation on it in class this year. So, uh, you know, I kind of went all out on the statistics for that. Uh, I know my stuff on James Harden. Dude's a monster. Uh, I really hope he shows up in the playoffs this year. It'll be definitely it'll be a lot harder than he's had in the past. With, uh, especially with considering so much competition up there. Especially considering how he's played the last two months, but, which haven't been up to James yeah. Harden. But like or. with this team, I could see them upsetting someone like the Clippers. I I don't know. Probably won't happen, but. Hopefully, in my opinion, it happens. I got nothing else to add. You guys, pretty yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's just a beast. Yeah, like, this one. Yeah. Besides LeBron is probably the most and actually and Giannis is probably yeah. the most obvious yeah. number one. So we'll end the episode there. Thank you to everyone for tuning in and look out for the small forward episodes tomorrow. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's at Mad Dog Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Uh, make sure to like, comment, get in the conversation. You know anything really helps us. Make sure to rate and subscribe to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean, and also share it with a couple friends. 
And you can also comment on the Bleacher Report listings on our Twitter. Let us know if you agree with them or agree with our opinions on them. So with that being said, we'll catch you on the next episode when we're talking about small forwards. Look for that one out tomorrow. Thank you.